Welcome to RUL 10, your primary source for What's up, everybody? We're back at it again in the iHeart Studios with another episode of the OG Are You Entertained podcast. All you need to know in music, movies, TV, and sports. Subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We've been gone for a little bit, but we got a lot to talk about, so let's hop right into it. Let's start with uh, movies and TV today. I have Brandon Ogden alongside me. I am Trey Alessio. Um, Movies and TV. So the big news um, since we've been gone, really, uh, Comic-Con went on, but we're going to get to that since that's a little dated. Uh, Disney announced plans to pull its films from Netflix and launch its own streaming service in 2019. ESPN will also be getting its own streaming service in 2018. Uh, so this could pose as kind of a continuation uh, for the media talk that we had in the last podcast. Uh, we can also throw in there uh, SoundCloud. I don't know if I even put it on, um, on here, but uh, yeah, I did. Uh, we'll get to that in music, but um, just... This is in my eyes. This is kind of big because I could see, I could see t- TV and movies shifting towards this. You see it in TV more now. Like every channel has their own uh, app where mm-hmm. you can stream their shows, and I could see Disney doing this and being s- successful, and then every other company will follow suit and right. do the same thing. Um, I don't. That's not good for Netflix. Obviously, it's not. I mean, HBO comes out with their own right. shows, but it will hurt them on the movie aspect, stuff like that. Hulu, um, Hulu, same thing. Uh, do Amazon you Prime. do you do you foresee this happening more, and do you think it's good or bad for the industry? Yeah. So there's a couple different ways you can look at it, and there's a lot of things that also tie into this that I, uh, I'll talk. I'll touch about here in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an interesting idea. I think it's smart for them as a business standpoint. Yeah. Disney and ESPN, like the stock, has kind of taken a hit okay. um, recently. Um, so they're looking for any ways to you know get some additional revenue. So this is definitely one. If it's going to be like a pay-for-stream service, which I'm yeah, assuming probably. it will be. Yeah. Because um, they're not just going to give you the apps free and you get the movies. Right. Like, yeah. They're going to. Because otherwise. Be yeah. And one thing that also is an interesting dynamic is if Disney puts all their movies out on one site, mm-hmm. is the sales for like physical hard copies, DVDs, yeah. which like I'm a guy that I own a shit ton same. of movies. I like, like DVDs. Yeah. Same. Because. Uh, you never know. It's nice sometimes just to pop them yeah, in or it's the internet's cool. it's down. Cool. It's like, cool to have a collection right. in my mind. Yeah. So uh, that's one interesting aspect that I don't think people talk a lot about yeah. um, because you're going to lose a lot of revenue if people are like, oh, I can just pay 8 bucks and yeah. access all of them sure. rather than pay 20 bucks for a movie or 10 bucks, whatever it is, mm-hmm. for a movie. Uh, ESPN, like, is it just going to be would, there 30 for assu- 30? I would assume it's like kind of like the Watch ESPN app. I don't know right. why they got away from that. The ESPN app that we have now on our right. phones, you have Which you the can't element watch, of watch. You can't watch all of the 30 for 30s. Those okay. are on Netflix, I think. Then, then maybe, so that'll, maybe that'll just be maybe those. That'll, maybe they'll be. do more documentaries like the OJ one, which yeah. could be cool. There's a lot of interesting things they could do. The thing that makes me sad about that is I wish Bill Simmons would have been there for that because he could have put together some great stuff. Yeah, because if I mean if he was there, the exclusive content that he right. could have done would have been really a cool. Lot. Yeah, really cool. Because I mean he's the one who started all those thirty for thirty, so he yeah. could have done a lot. The thing that's scary is if 
all of these stuff. And you could see it from two different angles is the monopolization of all of these things. So Netflix kind of had a monopoly on this at first. Now they're losing it. So that in that aspect, it's getting broken up. Um, I actually just read an article, uh, Sinclair Broadcasting. Okay. It's, they own a bunch, they own a bunch of uh, TVs, like local TV news stations. Okay. Um, and they're kind of known as a very conservative media form okay. platform. They just bought a bunch. So there was like limits on how many you can own. Mm-hmm. And it's like 36. But they actually just got approval to buy a lot more. So I think they're now going to own like 70-something local news stations, wow. like 70%. Yeah. So like in that aspect, that's kind of scary because if you're getting – if you're kind of getting forced all of this news from one political side or the other, and I'm not, you know, saying if it's liberal or conservative, it's right or wrong. It's just you might not even know there's a conservative slant to it or mm-hmm. a liberal slant to it, and it's just going to be forced to you. Yeah, and it's going to be hard to separate those things. So the monopolization of media, I think, is kind of scary. Yeah, and with media not being a very profitable thing right now, mm-hmm. it's going to start to become more monopoly based, sure. and that's never good for any industry. Yeah, let me. So let me just pose this scenario for you. Right. I I, I just envision in the future, just not being able to. I don't I don't know if I mean I don't think TV is ever going to go away. Right. But I just I I foresee having to have you know, an app for every channel, an app for right. every, I don't know, I don't know if it's a movie company, but you know, Disney, the, right. the big dogs in the like movie business, you know, like yeah, a Warner Brothers app to watch the Warner Brothers movies, stuff like that. It's just, I don't know, like just from an annoyance standpoint, yeah, I don't want a million fucking apps to watch yeah. one movie, right. two movies, then you, you know, everybody would have to have a smart TV. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think TV's going anywhere anytime soon. And we kind of talked about that even with football, the football rights going to, like, yeah. Facebook On and stuff block, like yeah. that, where I don't think they're never going to pull it away from TV because that's such a central location. Everybody yeah. has a TV now. Sure. Not everybody has Internet. Okay. You know? So I, it, yeah, I it'll you... shift to that, but I don't think it'll ever get away from where. Completely. Yeah. Like, there will be, if you want to watch it on your iPad, yeah, just download the app. Can you? But, would you, would you say that it's it's fair to say that there's going to be a bigger and um lot more relevant method of watching it through streaming like i i can see facebook getting in the game like right. i think i think you it's can all going to football honestly, on your yeah honestly it's all going to depend on the the profitability of it, it yeah it, or is the ad money going to be there cuz if the ad money is not there mm-hmm. it's pointless yeah i mean there's no point of Get paying a bunch of money if you're Facebook to get a football game if you're not going to get any ad money out of it. That's why TV right now is the main source of yeah, revenue for a lot of for things. Sure. It's because the ad money is good because it reaches a lot of people. For sure. Has good, you know, a stick to it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how well that plays on your phone, yeah. on, on your iPad. I don't know how much people are going to be willing to pay to put an ad on a little iPad, mm-hmm. iPod. Uh, and it's hard. Uh, mobile uh, advertising is very, very difficult. Oh yeah. Uh, this is from someone that worked in that that business for a little bit. Um, it's nowhere near as profitable as even um, website advertising. Okay. So it's difficult. Um, it's going to start to become more profitable as more people try it, and it gets bigger things like NFL football games. Yeah. 
but we're a long ways away from that. Yeah, it, it's uh, this con- I love this conversation right. just because I it, there's just so many different angles and yeah. aspects to it that because I think a lot of change is coming. Right. I don't know how soon, but I, I I truly do think the TV contracts is a big right. You can pinpoint it there. Um, I just I like having this conversation, and then you throw in uh, the Disney. Uh, taking off the films from Netflix. We'll talk about SoundCloud, how it almost went under. Right. Um, it's just, it's very interesting, and I like to kind of predict where media is going to go and how right. we'll absorb media. Right. That's always kind of a fun conversation in my mind. Um, all right, we'll move along. Uh, these are just some plot points, and we can just talk about what we want to talk about. Uh, Lionsgate Chief says Hunger Games and Twilight both have more stories to tell. Are you interested in either of these? Are you a Hunger Games guy? Uh, I'm assuming so you're not a Twilight guy. Twilight is probably one of the worst series of movies I've ever seen. Dude. Terrible. Oh, they're the worst. <laughs> I cannot. I can't say I've even I watched got, one. I got dragged um, by someone to go see like one of those movies, and I fell asleep. And <laughs> I told that said someone that she owed me ten dollars because I like it. I paid money. <laughs> Are you going to gonna sue her that. for her movie ticket? I, I did might. You hear about that yeah, I did. Back I did. I might do that. That's funny. That was ten dollars wasted. Yeah. Are you um, a Hunger Games guy? I, so I like Hunger Games. I thought the first one and the second one were really, really good. Mm-hmm. The two part last movie, I would just I don't know. I, I think the movies progressively kind of got worse. Okay. So I don't know as far as storylines where else they can well, go. Plus I don't know if like you're gonna get Jennifer Lawrence back. So maybe yeah. you do like a rogue one where it's a spin off off of a storyline sure, within sure. Hunger Games, which could be interesting. See, I, I think I've watched the first one, maybe some of the second one. I mean, yeah. do, could they play off another character? See that's what I think it would that? have to be. Would be like a di- like like so Rogue One. It'd like it'd have to be of a a plot like a they take a minute detail right. and they, they make their own story yeah. off of it, kind of expand the Hunger Games world. Would like, you be cool personally. with that? It, it depends. Yeah. It really depends. Are you getting some of the same cast, or is it going to be like some of those old spinoffs where like they just go straight to DVD? You know, Exactly. So, uh, it, it, it's hard. It's doable. There's definitely going to be an audience for it, which mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you know you're going to make hundreds of millions, billions of dollars, you're yeah. going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um and I'll probably get suckered into going and seeing it. Um, but I don't know. It, it, a lot of it just depends. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I feel like you might like this one. David Letterman is returning to TV with a new deal with Netflix for a show that will combine long-form interviews and reports from the field. Would you watch an investigative talk show on Netflix? Do you think it would be interesting? Uh, I don't know. I, I like I, David Letterman. See, I, I don't I, Late night isn't really my type of TV, okay. I I, I like. Seth I think Myers. it might be a little different. I like Fallon. Letterman never really did it for me. His okay. sense of humor just it was very dry. Okay, um, which like I don't have a problem with dry sense of humor, but it, he just was never for me. So I don't know. Maybe if he's really like thinking about doing serious journalism, yeah, hitting on hard topics that mean something to him, it could be interesting. Um, I would have to wait and hear from other people that. Okay. Oh, you should check this out. Like this yeah. is really good. Before I'm just like all in on it. See, I don't. I don't know if I would. I don't think I would go to Netflix to watch a talk show. I just that's yeah, weird to me. It, it is um, weird. I like to catch. I mean, I don't. I don't have it on my schedule to catch talk shows. But when I do, it's just on, and I try and right. see 
who's the guest and I, right. I'll watch it. I don't I don't seek out a talk show. You know what I mean? It, so it's so to it'll me, be weird on Netflix. To me, I compare it to like 60 Minutes. I don't watch 60 Minutes much unless if like I remember when Eminem was on it and I watched yeah. 60 Minutes for the Eminem interview. Like when you get certain people that yeah, are interesting and they watch. have more of a story to tell yeah then it'll become interesting and then you'll you'll get me for maybe an episode or two but mm-hmm. i'm probably be, not committed to it'll it. be interesting to see how it plays because i know uh is it chelsea handler i think yeah. she has a talk show yeah. on netflix i haven't watched it i don't know how yeah. it's doing but i don't know if it'll be kind of like that i don't yeah, know I don't if it'll know. be more journalism so I, we'll find out uh so yeah this one uh is very interesting to me so riz ahmed from uh rogue one and the night of is rumored to play Carnage in the upcoming R-rated Venom movie, rumored to be called Antidote. Uh, so we can talk about how um, you will think this movie will do as an R-rated movie. We can talk about um, the spinoff from the Spider-Man universe itself. We can talk about Riz Ahmed himself. Um, so do you think, first of all, I mean, are you interested in this movie? I don't know if we've talked about it. So Maybe we have. But so this is a spinoff of a Star Wars. No, or no, not Star Spider-Man. Wars. Sorry, Spider Man. And and I'm seeing Tom Hardy's Tom Hardy set to star. Tom Hardy in it. is set to star as Venom. Now I have. I don't think they have confirmed that Spider Man is even going to be in this. I don't know if they because now he's in the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. And I don't know if technically they can combine the two. Making it an R-rated movie, I think so that's, it looks that's like very. They said water- this is in the Marvel zone. Yeah, so um, I don't know mm-hmm. if I put this as a plot point, but I guess Sony, who has the rights for Spider-Man, Spider-Man. they own. Uh, I think it was like 600 or 900, I can't remember, uh, Spider-Man characters. So they are actually in talks to make their own Spider-Man universe as uh, as if it was like the cinematic, like Marvel Cinematic Universe, yeah. but just Spider-Man. Um, no thanks. I, I know. I, I'm a Spider-Man fan. I think it'll be interesting to see how it'll do from an R-rated aspect. Right. I think uh, Carnage, I just know him from the comics and playing some video games that Carnage is a dope character, so... Um, the fact that Riz Ahmed is rumored, right. nothing's concrete right yeah. now, uh, but he would be a cool uh, so, actor to play that. Um, I just I don't know how it'll do without a Spider-Man right. because it, so, I I, to my knowledge, it's not connected to the Spider-Man the that right. it was just in theaters with uh, Tom Holland. Right. So to me, it'll be interesting to see if it's R-rated and they go more of a Deadpool, like funny, vulgar well, humor. It, or if it's R-rated and it's, I like, think it's super dark. dark. I, I would which, say Because if it's super dark, that could be pretty cool. Yeah. Tom Hardy's awesome. Yeah. Um, so And Riz Ahmed, dude. Riz I'm Ahmed, you, he's he, upcoming. He's up and coming. Yeah, he's, he's a stud. played a really good in a bunch of and different roles. And The Night roles, Of, so. that is one of the darkest shows I've seen in a minute. So, so it, it'll be interesting. Um, I'll wait for a couple trailers before I... Uh, yeah. Any time it's opinion. R-rated, it piques my interest over a PG-13. Right, I'm just right. kind of weird like that. So I'm very interested in this. Um, I'll be interested to see how it plays out if it if they do go ahead with this Spidey universe. Uh, yeah, see, I'm not a fan of that idea. You're not a fan of that That's idea. That's just that, – that dilutes everything. I, I agree. The only, the only um, kind of argument that I'll say for it is uh, there's a thing – Basically, Spider-Man's villains, they're called the Sinister Six. You have the Green Goblin, you have uh, Vulture, you have the Sandman, you have uh, 
Venom and Carnage, like, they could definitely do it, but it'll be weird because it'll be disconnected from the MCU. So I I don't know how it'll work. But I'm definitely interested, and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, This next one is also a kind of reboot idea. Knight Rider reboot, as in the talks with James Gunn. He is the writer-director from Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, my point here is there's so many damn reboots. We've talked about it, how Hollywood is losing ideas. Yeah, they're just rebooting things. Um, so my question to you, and this this is hard for me. I haven't even I don't even have an answer for this off the top of my head. But what's something that you would like Ooh. to see rebooted? Something I would like to see rebooted. That's I know tough. I know from like a screenwriter aspect. I know what movie that I what I would want to write. Okay. You want I'm me to tell I'm you, gonna, or you want me to let you? Hold on, I'm, I'm going to throw out one, but it's going to have a twist on it that okay. would make the movie way better. Okay. Remember the Titans, Ooh. rated R. <laughs> no, for real. Even if it's PG-13, if it was like Friday Night Lights, that would be right. I love. But remember think the Titans, if you but could it's corny. do it, right. Think if you could do it rated R and show like what it was actually like, because yeah. you know they, you know they, they know yeah they Disney fight it. <laughs> Right, like, and that was during racial tension, yeah. civil, not civil war, but, like, very, like, high-tension stuff. That movie rated R, that would be something I'd be interested Oh, yeah, even PG-13, like, yeah. do it do it like Friday Night Lights, then I think it would be perfect. I mean, yeah. that's, that, that's, that's a decent idea. Um, I don't know if that's a rebootable yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I was just saying I know a complete saying. remake. I know what you're saying. A reboot, I'm trying to, like, even think. It'd be hard because, like, what, like, Back to the Future? Do you think yeah. that's rebootable? Yeah. I mean, I could definitely yeah. see it happening. Yeah. Jumanji's getting rebooted. Knight Riders talked about getting rebooted. Top Gun. Top well, that Gun one they're just doing is a sequel. Even even sequels we, are we the can same. throw sequels yeah. into here too because right. they're just Night, What's the new one with Harrison Ford? Uh, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. That one I think might be a sequel too. Yeah, that's but, a, technically um, a sequel. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm just throwing out other just, sequels. Just, we were just talking about Spider-Man. Spider-Man. This is the third different, eighteenth different yeah, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, Batman's going to get it, rebooted yes, with yeah. Ben Affleck, the solo movie. Maybe. So, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Uh, but here, well, wanna, what was your idea? I want to throw this at you. So, from a screenwriting aspect, I want to do. The Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies, okay. I want like a rated art because I the book, I was infatuated with the book in high school. I remember uh, reading it. I remember going home and like talking to my mom about it like, <laughs> damn, this is some deep shit. Uh, and just it was really deep and the themes in it were very interesting. I don't know if I'd say I agree with them. Um, basically, the movie or the whole story is at the core of it is the theme is humans are innately bad. And I definitely don't agree with it, but I think it's definitely there's a lot you can work with. To work on, yeah. yeah. And the movie, if, what I remember, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but it was definitely not up to the standards of the book. So I think it'd be really cool to bring a movie back and do it R-rated because I don't think the first one was R-rated. I could be wrong there, but um, I would love to see like a dark remake of that movie. That'd be cool. Um, that's just one off the top of my head. I'd have to, I have, I'd have to really think about like comic book character type, Star Wars type, those type of reboots. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we can come come back to it if I think of one. But so many damn reboots. Um, I'm sure we're gonna get tons more next year and then a year after that. So, 
Um, I talked about this on the Pop Culture Dinner Tray. That's a new video series that I'm putting out. I talked about it on uh, last week's episode, but uh, YouTube Red um, is coming out with a Karate Kid sequel called Cobra Kai. Um, they're bringing back two of the main people from Karate Kid, and I think it might be comedic. I don't know. Does this interest you at all? No. The fact that it's on YouTube Red is kind of weird to me. Um, yeah, I'm just no. Just no. no. Yeah. See, there's another damn reboot, but yep. um, oh uh, yeah, oh yeah. Here, here I have the on the doc the Spidey verse. We'll uh, skip over that. We talked about it. Uh, ben Affleck and Matt Damon are going to executive produce a pilot for Showtime about the Boston miracle called City on a Hill. The Boston miracle was when law enforcement, prosecutors, and others worked together to put an end to a deadly spasm of street violence in the mid-1990s. I'm all in on this. This is something I'm interested. I don't have Showtime, but I would get Showtime for this. Yeah, Um, this sounds awesome. Yeah. Because anytime these two do anything together like this, Anything they do together, it's about Boston, where they're from. They're passionate about it, and... It's a, it'd be a true series. I think this is a fictional story about the true events, right. but it would still be like very dramatized. Cool. Yeah, very cool. Um, can't wait for that one. I don't know when that one is coming out. Um, I'm assuming it'll probably pick up maybe next year, and we'll get it the year after. Um, I don't know about that one. Uh, I think we talked about this one a little bit on the last podcast, but yeah. it has been confirmed. Uh, HBO president of programming Casey Bloys confirmed Mahershala Ali will star in the third season of True Detective. Um, Keep it simple. Have you? Yeah, I agree. Did you watch these? I watched all of season one and like half of season two. Season two, I literally, and I'm a huge Vince Vaughn fan. I'll watch anything Vince Vaughn. I gave up. Yeah, there were so many intertwining storylines. I had no idea what was going on. Way too much. And they went so deep into like real estate and the housing market and shit like that. that I was just like, okay. Colin Farrell was a badass. I'll give him that. But and and I wanted to like Vince Vaughn, but I don't know, just it didn't do it for me. Yeah, no, I gave up. But it's it's interesting how they're gonna kind of revive this series and bring it back. Mahershala Ali, I'm all he's in for him. It. He's yeah. uh, one of the hottest actors on uh, in Hollywood right now, so it'll be cool to see what he can do. Obviously, it's gonna be dark. Um, I'll be interested to see what the Story the theme line, will yeah. be. Basically, um, now we can kind of talk some Comic Con. Uh, this was, this happened a couple weeks ago, maybe a little bit more than that. Um, some trailers that dropped Justice League, Ready Player One, which I was a big fan of. Um, it's very pop culture and uh, basically it's touching on how virtual reality is going to become a big thing in the future. Uh, I would highly recommend seeing that trailer if uh, you haven't already. Iron, the Iron Giant's going to be a character in it, so that would be cool. Uh, Thor Ragnarok, The Kingsman, uh, The Golden Circle, Westworld Season 2, Stranger Things Season 2, The Defenders, The Inhumans. Those are both Marvel shows. We got a new Black Panther poster, a new Thor poster, a new Justice League poster. And uh, one of the big headlines that I liked, uh, Avengers Infinity War aims to make Thanos the villain in that, uh, the Darth Vader of this generation. Interesting. You like that one? It's bold. That is very bold. I think... In order to do that, you're going to have to, like, keep him alive. Right. Because Marvel is known for having a villain, it being shallow, and it dies. Right. So, in order to do that, you're going to have to have him kill some superheroes, yes. which is interesting. And which, go ahead, and mean, the next movie. Which means that, like, 
sorry, but like Scarlett Johansson. And, you think she's gone? And, uh, Hawkeye? Hawkeye is probably gone. Yeah. Kill I, off the two minor ones. Keep the big names in I it. honestly, I don't know. I Or kill off Hulk. Like Hulk? Hulk's like cool. I can see like, like either, I'm not going to go there. Jordan Bryson would probably gun me. I was going to say, I was going to say either Iron Man or Captain America and leave one of them alive. Yeah. But that would be that would be very bold. Uh, you can't kill Iron Man before the last one because he's okay. like Robert Downey Jr. He got him all like together, he, right? I've, and I feel yeah, kind of. And I feel like he is the event. Like I agree. You know what I mean? I'm an Iron like, Man guy. I love oh, Iron Man. Yeah. And Robert Downey Jr. That's literally the perfect role. Oh yeah, that that's totally him. So I, I was really interested with this headline. Um, I also think in order to possibly do this to make him the Darth Vader of this generation, I feel like you have to leave it up to having a spin-off on Thanos kind yeah. of maybe not him being the the main character but him being in a Rogue One for right. uh Avengers you know um another tidbit we got from uh Comic-Con Captain Marvel will apparently be set in the 1990s in a prequel Iron Man um so that will be interesting i also heard that we're going to get uh Nick Fury with two eyes in that movie there we go so that would be cool a little young Samuel exactly all right, uh, now we got some Big Brother talk. Let's do Nikki it. Nicky Boy isn't here. Uh, he was busy. We're going to get him on the next podcast uh, next week, maybe in a couple weeks. But uh, he's not a big he's not a big, big Brother guy True. like Brandon and I. Uh, so we can talk some Big Brother. What are, your, what are your thoughts on BB? Well, first of all, this is the first season I've really watched. Yeah. So it's been crazy. It's been a really fun season. I feel like, is this a pretty good season? It, it is. It's very dramatic. It's very uh, dramatic. Very negative compared yeah. to other seasons. Like, they fight a lot. They get, us a lot. Yeah, they get after each yeah, other. They do. Like, um, but it's definitely Borderline fun. harassment slash bullying. For real. Like, For real. Some of it's pretty crazy. So who do you uh, think Who do you think will win? Who do you want to win? Well, so uh, this is hard. Let me say like, this. Let me say this. Paul's definitely played the best game. He definitely like, not has. even close. You, you have to respect it, even if you don't like him. Right. He, he gets these He's minions to blindly the trust him. Yeah. Controlled They're, the and, house. And in the last episode on uh, this past Sunday, uh, Mark and um, Jason right. had a tiny conversation but about. But Jason was not. On I don't board. think he was. But the little hope, though, Jason didn't go tell Paul. That's true. So at least they didn't little, show it. Yeah, yeah. At least they didn't show it. You're right. But. I don't know, man. Like, if, if they don't get him out soon, it's game he's, over, he's, yeah. he's going to be in the end. But I do respect his game. He's playing one yeah, of the best no, games absolutely. probably ever. I mean, he's playing a riskier game than last season. I know you didn't watch last right. season, but in my opinion, he definitely should have won last season. He he basically basically played the same game. Like, he he was honestly Josh from last year. Like, everybody hated him week one, but then he kind of stayed low-key. He flew under the radar. He won some comps when he needed to, and everybody loved him because he was a social player. Right. Um, Cody, he is the anti a robot. Yeah. yeah, he is a stud at comps, but if he had an ounce of social game, he'd probably be a great player. Yeah. But he or doesn't. if he just wouldn't have had to put up a third of the house the first week, he'd yeah. probably be running the <laughs> that show. That is very true. Um, I feel bad that Jessica got booted yeah. because she was actually a good player. What kind of pissed me off, though, was Jessica was like, it took you guys like 10 weeks or whatever yeah. to get one of us out. She was, was just like, trying to be a bitty. No, I know, but out. I was like, but that's not true because they got Cody out. Yeah. It was just because of the battle, the back, battle back that yeah. he got back in, but they got him out. They've gotten both of you out now. Yeah. And it was just funny that Josh was the one to be able to get her that, out. That that's is funny. Two, thi- two things there. So, 
Um, Jessica, I really thought she was a strategic player. I thought she knew the game. Cody she was coming playing the game. back in the house. Fucked her. Oh, big time. Uh, that was her biggest downfall yeah. was aligning herself with him because he just, and she had he just the tried to gun the biggest player. And she had the chance to take him out and like oh, yeah. not use the hoax and, or the, the hex. hex. And, they, and um, they, it, they made it seem like she right. was thinking about and it. And if she would have, who knows what happens? Yeah. She, she could have stayed for a while. Yeah. One other thing I'd like to say about those two, I'm, I'm not salty, but it kind of sucks for her that she isn't the one in the jury because she was the better player. Yeah. It sucks that she had to go before Cody because right. more than likely, right, spoiler alert, they're trying to backdoor Cody this week. Yeah. Um, they didn't put him up in order to hopefully not make him play in the POV. Let's get real. He's going to play in the fucking POV, and it's going to be annoying. <laughs> uh, that's how Big Brother stacks it, so it w- so he will play. But um, they're trying to backdoor Cody. I just think it would have been better if Cody went first and then Jessica, just based on right. gameplay and yeah. the. Um, but so you, my, my question to you is: If anybody's going to turn on Paul, who do you think it'll be? I know right away who I think. Who do you think? I think Christmas. You think? Well, yeah, Christmas is already she has started. Has to win something. If she wins something, I think she does it. But yeah. she's, she hasn't she's won talk, really She anything. told Josh a lot, like, "Yo, this is your yeah. HOH. Do what you want." And I hate to say it, but I think Josh could play a part in it too. I mean, oh yeah, the dude is annoying, and he's a he's a baby. He's a meatball. He's a meatball. But uh, I, so to me, I, I don't think Paul's gonna win. I think eventually they're gonna wise up. And it's just going to be, like, strength in numbers. Okay. They realize if he goes to the final, it's over. He's going to win. Yeah. My prediction on who's going to win is Alex. Okay. She is she's, good. She's been playing she's a really good. good game. She was on the block, what, week one or week two. Sounds right, She's yeah. won a couple comps. She won POV when she needed to. Mm-hmm. She's played a really good underrated game. A lot of people like her because yeah. she's just kind of low-key. Like, even Cody. Co- if Cody's yeah. on the jury, who's Cody going to vote for? He respects Paul her or Alex? He respects her because week one, she straight up told them, yeah, like, eat like, shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's like, I'm going to vote you <laughs> exactly. out. Like, <laughs> oh, uh, you know, Jason funny. loves her. Kevin loves her. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of people really like her. Uh, she's a good She's good in the comp. Yeah. So, she's my kind of sneaky she, she person be, to watch out for. Yeah, she could be one to turn on, on Paul, too, yeah. because – she, she has the numbers with her, Jason, if she could get Christmas, Josh. And yeah, she she goes with the house, but in the diary room, she talks like like she's playing her own right. game. And I think she kind of means it. So if she wises up, I could definitely see right. her trying to get Paul out. Paul, getting Paul out would have been the perfect moment for doing so would have been last, last week. week because you got the ringer replacement, and then you got Mark, who they didn't foresee winning POV. Nobody would have seen it coming. Yeah. And Mark's had a couple of good weeks, too, in comps. Yeah. Yeah, he won. was worthless the first yeah. three or four. Well, still, he's a big floater, and he, yeah. I admitted it in the last episode. Yeah. But um, Yeah, I almost winning. think they'd be smart if they just got Elena out this week. Yeah, Like, she's, that wouldn't be bad because she's, she's one, Her and Mark and Cody are, like, three wild cards that, like, if they could just team up with a couple other people, yeah. you never know, they could flip the house. So. Yeah. You got to get rid of those. I have people. to think Paul's days are numbered, man. Unless they need to get rid of freaking Matt and Raven because those two are annoying as hell. Well, I read somewhere on Twitter, and I, I'm not a. I don't like reading spoilers, yeah. but sometimes like the official Big Brother account likes a tweet and it pops up on my timeline. Right. I think I read that 
he told Matt told somebody I, I don't remember who that he's willing to be a pawn the rest of the game. Like he's willing to go up yeah. whenever. Like that's not fun to watch. Like I wanted to be on this fucking show. <laughs> like I would have competed, man. Uh, I don't. I don't really get that. Um, I, I, at the beginning, he was one of my favorites just because he seemed like a cool guy. But the dude has not done shit. He hasn't yeah. done anything. He's, him and Raven are both been forgettable. But let me ask you this: so the, my family thinks that they're going to take Raven far because of her like condition, because her stomach. Have oh, you heard yeah. about that? Yeah. I mean, do you think that like Big Brother's gonna? No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like the house guests, they're not uh, gonna want to vote her out because she. Needs I don't think the it'll. Money. Uh, no, I don't think it'll don't be think, because I, of that. I personally don't think that too. But I think they'll bring her along because she's just not a threat. Yeah. I mean, more than anything. Another thing I'll say: I think Christmas comes back next year. Yeah, because no, that dude. Hurt. I said that. I think you said that. Yeah, I yeah, said yeah. that right when it happened. Yeah. Because she's basically inept right now. Yeah. She's just kind of sucks. She's just there, and she could have been a really good competitor. Oh yeah. And she's honestly got a really good personality. She's yeah. cute. Like it seems like she's America perfect likes for her. Big Brother. Yeah. She got a. They voted her one of the Temptations. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think she'll be back. Yeah. All right. That's Big Brother talk for the week. Um, just a couple more movie, TV things. Uh, I saw a new trailer for HBO, and I cannot wait. Um, it kind of has vinyl vibes, but uh, James Franco and Maggie Gyllenhaal, uh, they're starring in an upcoming HBO series about the porn scene in the 70s and 80s. Um, it has kind of a mobby feel to it. Um, I've, did you ever watch vinyl when no. it was out? So basically it was about, like, the record business. Right, yeah. And I mean, I know the premise of it. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, it's it feels like, just based off the couple trailers I've seen, uh, it feels like that, but porn. Mm. <laughs> so, and just the fact that James Franco and Maggie Gyllenhaal, that's a pretty, pretty good decent, combo. Guess, yeah. So I think it could have potential. Um, hopefully they give it enough time, because it yeah. needs to, uh, when th- those historical type shows, they need a couple seasons to pick up. So if you base it off, like, the first season. Um, right, you got to let them lay the groundwork. Yeah, lay the groundwork, lay the groundwork. Uh, the next one is just kind of a funny thing. Um, MTV plans to revive TRL. MTV is reviving everything. They are. Like Fear Cribs, Factor. Uh, maybe Room Raiders. Maybe. Yeah. I don't or, know. Yeah. But they, I know, Fear I know Factor's Cribs. back. Fear Factor. Okay. Wild Now. I don't know if it was revived, but they yeah. have new seasons coming out. Yeah. TRL, I remember in, like, middle school getting oh, yeah. up in the morning and just watching music videos. Or, like, or after school, too. After school. Carson I think Daly. TRL was on after school. Yeah, 4 o'clock. Um, I go to TRL, get, look how many <laughs> hugs I get. Uh, I, yeah, I, I'm excited for this. It'll it, be cool. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be, like, watching it yeah, religiously, it'll be but interesting it'll be because music videos aren't that popular anymore. Yeah, I mean, you go to YouTube to watch right. it. So it'll be interesting to see. Like, what they do with it. Yeah. Like, how to make it new. Who do you? Who would you want to host it? I don't know if they've announced that. That's but. a good question. Carson Daly, bring him back. Carson Daly was the best, I thought. <laughs> as long as it's not Lala, I don't care. She Lala. was annoying. Yo, a fun single, fact. Though. Fun fact. She she is single and she shows her tits in power. Cool. Yeah. Don't care. <laughs> uh, so Carmelo Anthony is a little butthurt, I'm sure. Yeah. All right, let's move into some music news. So more Eminem in the news. A report from Hits Daily Double suggested that a label head said. Eminem will be releasing an album this fall. Slim Shady also posted a picture with his head cropped onto a random dude playing a guitar on Instagram saying, Kumbaya, motherfuckers. More soon from the Shady Shop, hashtag Camp 
Shady. The picture also says Camp Shady Summer 17. Do you think this means new music or do you think this new means merch? music? You think? <laughs> Let's go. I want it so bad, man. Like, I cannot wait. Yeah, but the Summer the 17, thing, though, that's uh, Summer 17 is dwindling. Time. It's dwindling. But the only thing that I'm kind of skeptical about, it says Shady Shop. So that uh, that's yeah. why I put the merch in there. Um, but I want new Eminem music I mean, so bad. Maybe it's, it's been not this four summer. years. Maybe not this summer, but new M is definitely coming. Yeah. Like, he's been way too public lately. He really has. To not have something He coming. He never comes out nah. and publicly freestyles a rap. Well, he didn't even freestyle it, but raps to 50 Cent on his birthday. Yeah. Like, he doesn't do that unless he's wanting to he's, pub yeah, some he's, music. He's got you know? some stuff coming up. I think so, too. Uh, moving on, Travis Scott tweeted album mode. And reports are coming out that Astroworld and a collab project with Quavo from Migos may be coming very soon and possibly dropping on the same day. Are you a Travis Scott fan? Are you excited? No, no. What? No. Come on. You, bro, you, you, know, you know that's not my brand of music. All right. that's fair. I mean, I'm definitely not a trap rap guy. I think everybody on this, uh, everybody who listens to this podcast knows that by now. But I def- Travis Scott is one of the few that I do like. I loved Birds in the Trap, C. McKnight. Um, I'm more excited for Astroworld than a collab project with Quavo. I could really care less about that one. But Astroworld, I'm telling you, might be on another level. Um, I, I was even contemplating. I remember last year I was contemplating putting Birds in the Trap over views. Mm. Shit. Is that a hot take? or? I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, all right. All right. Um, now we can talk about SoundCloud. They made a lifeline deal with the former CEO of Vimeo. Vimeo is that um, it, it may still be around, but it's like a video platform mm. where you can post. I was thinking Venmo at first. No, no. It's I was like, like a, damn, you butchered the hell out of that. <laughs> no, no. It, it's a video platform where you can put mini right. clips, yeah. you know. Uh, but this is this is big because we talked about it on the last podcast that it was – Reports came out that it only had money for 50 days, yeah, for the next 50 like days. Uh, Chance the Rapper was getting into it. And uh, my cousin Andy, who has a podcast and uh, back-to-back hip-hop, go check him out. He's big into the SoundCloud. Um, he was sending me links saying that, like, they're, it, SoundCloud's going to die in 24 hours. And he was sending me multiple links. And then it finally came out the next day that they made this deal. Um, so it's honestly a big deal. We can tie it back into our media talk, but, um, this was a big thing partly for us as well, because I mean, we put our podcast through SoundCloud, so we would have had to find a different platform. So I'm, I'm happy that this happened. Um, I like SoundCloud, um, like with all other media, it needs to learn how to make a profit and continue giving its services. Do you have any thoughts on, on this? I mean, it's. I'm obviously. I'm glad that it didn't go bankrupt and yeah, you know, it didn't get blown up. Um, they need to figure out a better business model. Clearly, of For how sure. to monetize a little bit better. But um, you know, it's just one of those things. So many people have so much stuff on there mm-hmm. that can you imagine if it would have just collapsed? I mean, yeah, it, that would have screwed a lot of well, people. It, yeah, everybody would be pissed, honestly, because yeah. I mean, a lot of those files, if you don't like save a backup for them, they would have been gone. Yeah. So I would have been so bad. Yeah, it, it would have been pretty crazy. Uh, the fallout from that, um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a ton to say about it. Um, we, I mean, it, with this deal, we don't really have to worry about it for a while now. Right. So um, that's a good thing. Uh, we'll move on. Drake revealed at OVO Fest that he's already working on a new album for next year. He also said a collab project with The Weeknd has to happen. Um, are, are these ones that you're excited about? Yeah, absolutely. I know you're a Drake guy. Drake um, and The Weeknd always put out great stuff. Oh, together. hell yeah. Dude, could you imagine a collaborative Ooh. album from them? Ooh. Oh, my God. It'd, it'd be, be insane. It'd be better than uh, him in future. Yeah, hell yes. It'd Would be. it be better than Watch the Throne? Would it be on that same level? Uh, it'd just be different because, because The Weeknd's not going to rap. I agree. But... And, and I mean, it would be very R and B album. Oh yeah, it'd be with poppy. those two. Yeah, they'd be singing. A but lot. I would, I would. But be still, yeah, be no, it'd be, it'd be definitely something that. Yeah, this Drake does not take a break. Like, no, I mean, yeah, man, we keep talking about he's got to be taking a break yeah. soon. But yeah, no, he's grinding. He's he's getting that money. He is. He's on. I I don't know if he's on tour, but he had that OVO fest and he brought out everybody in the rap game. It, it seemed like, um, but. That weekend project is very intriguing to me. Um, I would, lo- I'd love honestly, I'd love to see more collaborative projects. Like, it, cool. it's, it's definitely cool to have the solo album, and it's good to get. I mean, we don't really get Drake's story, bits right. and pieces in different songs, but um, when like Kendrick drops an album, like it's amazing because. Right. He tells the story. I feel like they just think they're selling out if they're doing a collab album. Yeah, but they want to make it on their I own. Agree. But you have you can do different albums. Like you can do two or three solo albums and then do a collab yeah. album. Like Jay Z and Kanye. How exactly. many albums like, did those two make before they did a collab? And album? those those are just big moments in hip hop. Right. Like when you drop, I remember when they ran. I think it was a, a surprise drop when they did "What a Time to Be Alive." Drake right. and Future. Yeah. It was just a big it was moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean. I, I'm not the biggest fan of What a Time to Be Alive. I like certain songs, but on with the level of Drake and The Weeknd, like, they would do Watch the Throne numbers, oh, yeah, in my absolutely. opinion. Um, especially because The Weeknd used to be, like, a kind of underground, dark R&B dude. Right. Now he's more of a popular Poppy. radio guy. Um, they would do numbers and it'd be it'd be interesting to see how do you think that a hundred percent of canadians would own that album <laughs> yes 99.9 <laughs> at least um yeah this one this next one is a funny little tidbit uh this guy. martin screlly the pharmacy douche who, Pharma bro. uh i think he, he raised the prices for medicine, medicine to get yeah h for hiv um Total dick move. And he also just got, what, convicted of Yeah, he uh, is facing jail for a so while. many counts of fraud. But uh, he got a hold of Lil Wayne's album, The Carter Five, because Wheezy forgot to take it out of the CD player when he sold his Bugatti. Uh, he sold his Bugatti to somebody, and then that dude sold the Bugatti to Martin Screlly. Um Sucks that it got in the hands of such a, fa- <laughs> such a douche. douche. But... Uh, yeah, he he's facing so many counts of fraud, and he's probably going to jail. I just want the Carter Five. Yeah, like, I want it. Um, hopefully, it's kind of old it's school. It's either going to be the, the resurrect resurrection of Wayne, that would or be cool. it's going to be like the death. Like, go ahead and just <laughs> call it a career, Wayne. <laughs> true, true. Um, a lot of people would say that in his time, he was the best rapper alive. I'd love to see a revival from him. Um, we kind of talked about it with movies, like. And in, in music is a little different because we're talking about people, but I, I, I like it when an artist, you know, does their thing, 
maybe has a mishap, goes away for a while, and then comes back with something right. great. Like recovery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's just a cool story. And I would love uh, to see Wayne come back. Um, I put in here a political minute if you want to have a political minute. Before we get to your political minute, yeah. I want to talk about I want to see if you heard about this. My brother actually told me about this. Um, I didn't really read anything on it, but I just want to see if you heard about it, and I want to get your take. So my brother told me that um, – what's his name? Elon Musk and uh, Mark Zuckerberg are working together on, like, a AI. AI. Yep. And So you have heard about this. Mm-hmm. And they had to pull the plug because Start the AI got code. too smart and they were communicating with yeah. itself. Scary Boy, every shit. That's some iRobot shit. Every futuristic what? horror movie exactly. scenario. Eagle Eye, iRobot, like, oh, my <laughs> Cut God. That shit. That shit is so scary. Delete that. Burn For that real. shit. Give that shit to Hillary Clinton to clean that up. <laughs> I mean, get it out. Uh, Stop. So my bro- I, like I said, I didn't really read a lot about this, but my brother was telling me that they're kind of button heads about this. Like, one of them wants to keep going along with it. Yeah. One of them wants to stop. There ain't no um, use in that. What's move that? On. Move on. No move use on. in that. Yeah. No use in that. Stop that shit right like, now. Could you imagine? Don't be, <laughs> Robots the, take over don't the, be the guy that created the robot that fucked everybody over. I just want to know, like, what would it be for? Are they making actual yeah, no. robots? Or are they trying to put, like, a Siri-type thing of, uh, like, a Facebook version probably, of Siri yeah, into the Tesla cars? Probably or some, what? like, type of prototype shit like that. Yeah, trying to make things smarter and yeah. more efficient. No. I can't even imagine. That's some that's scary a, shit. Yeah, that's for real. Okay. I'm okay with it. Go ahead, go ahead and end yeah. that program. Yeah, yeah. Shut that shit down. For real. All right. Uh, do you want yeah. your political minute? So, I mean, briefly, you can talk about what's going it's on. It's not in necessarily, yeah, going to be a political min- minute. It's more of just universe. Let's human being to human let's being. Let's come together and yeah. be better. So, obviously, uh, everybody's probably aware now of Charlottesville. Um, Kind of the Klan neo-Nazi white supremacist showed for a big rally to because they were going to tear down a Confederate statue and they were protesting that, which under the Constitution they have every right to protest that. Um, and they were doing the whole white lives matters and all this crap. Um, and I don't know if you saw the picture, but probably one of the coolest um, with pictures the, the frat with, dudes with the tiki is that what you're no saying? was these white men with big guns and stuff were um, like picketing and stuff and there was a black cop on duty that was standing in front of them basically protecting them Um, that is cool i I mean that's 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 democracy that's patriotism he wants to turn around and shoot the shit out of them anybody would um but you know he's doing his job he's doing his duty he's letting them exercise their first amendment right um which right or wrong they they can technically do um but we got to be better than this. Um, it doesn't matter your political beliefs, left, right, uh, middle. Um, you know, a human being is a human being regardless exactly. of race. Um, you're not better than someone because of your skin color or your intelligence level or even how much more money you make than someone. Uh, we're all human beings. We all deserve dignity. Love each other. We're, we're in this together. There's no point of fighting. Um, that, that is it right. brings out ugly things. Help help, help each other build. Um and you know, love is always greater than hate. Right, and love's always going to win. Um, and we got to remember that. And just remember, these are unsettling times for a lot of groups, um, a lot of minority groups. Um, you know, whether with the travel ban or the wall, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Um, there's a lot of people that are really scared out there. So make sure that when when you're talking with people, 
um, regardless of race, that you're being kind, um, that you're you're keeping an open mind with a lot of perspective because um, I can tell you as someone that went down to the University of Missouri where you think it's just a state away, it's not that different. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you get to know people that are from very Hickville, Missouri, mm-hmm. and then you get to know people from St. Louis and Chicago and just the different aspects. There's so much more – you know, in this world than the little bubble that we all live in. Yeah. And we got to remember that. And just remember, we're human beings. Peace, love, and positivity. I like it. Uh, did you see the picture that Obama tweeted out with uh, the Asian baby, the black baby, and the white baby? And he's like, they're all in a windowsill, and he's like attending to them. Yeah. Great picture, man. Yeah. That That's solid. Um, I just want to say, I can't even fathom, like, why are neo-Nazis a thing in this day and age? Yeah, like, I, mean, I, don't, I don't even understand it's, that. It, it's tough. It's the, the thing that is crazy is, and I think even uh, former President Obama even tweeted about it, is racism isn't something you're born with. There's no gene for yeah. being a racist. Um, it's something you're taught. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's scary because that means it's been passed down from generation to generation within oh, yeah. a family or within a friend group. Um, and that it, it's tough to break if you get into that mindset. And, um, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the way forward yeah. is. I don't know how you break that. Um, I don't know how you stop neo-Nazis from existing. Yeah. But it's never okay to get a swastika tattoo and go out with military-grade yeah. weapons and threaten. And they beat up a black dude with poles. I mean, it's just... Can we it, can we agree that the Confederate flag is inherently racist and oh, it doesn't it, really have a place? To me, it absolutely is. It, it's degrading to all the yeah. to the African-Americans in the southern uh, uh, region that more than likely had a, a grandparent mm-hmm. that was a slave yeah. during those times um, that had even slaves fighting for the Confederate side for something that they didn't want um, in the Civil War. Um, so, I mean, it's just, it, it is degrading, and there's no place for it. There's no reason for those to hang. Um, you know, we're one nation. Why aren't we all flying the United States flag, not the Confederate flag? Preach! I like it. All right, that was your political minute. Uh, we'll have we'll have a little bit. I know you're a political. Yeah, guy. I'm a political guy. We'll, we'll, and, and we'll and do that from now. I on. I try not to make things too liberal versus conservative, Republican, Democrat. Yeah. It's just at, at some point, common sense needs to win out. Um, totally. You know, goodness needs to win out. Um, you know, and, and it starts a lot with these politicians. The way they talk about each other, the way they talk to each other, is mm-hmm. it's, it's disrespectful and it breeds hatred and. Um, it just riles up and brings anger out, and it's it's honestly it's it's scary. Yeah, uh, you said so it best: peace, love, and positivity. Be above it. Yep. All right. Uh, now we'll move into some sports. Uh, you might have to lead this um, yeah. conversation. Uh, we can talk some MLB. I know Bryce Harper is out indefinitely with a yeah. bone bruise in his leg. Did you see knee. that video? Um, I did not see. So the he video. run the first base, and the base they had a big rain delay, so the base was wet. And okay. Like Slip. Ooh. Ooh, dude. I, it, his knee like. Went back, his leg straightened. Uh, ooh. Yeah, he's lucky he didn't like blow his whole knee yeah, out, tear his ACL, MCL. He got lucky that was that's just not a bone good. bruise, which is too bad because Bryce Harper. There's like this debate right now in baseball who's the face of baseball, yeah. and to me, it's no doubt it's Bryce Harper. Okay, um, he's got that stardom. You love him, you hate him. Mm-hmm. He's got that Polarized. swag, that attitude. Um, he's the dude in baseball right now. So anytime you lose like the face of yeah. your sport, yeah. it's tough. Who's next, Mike Trout? Uh, see, it's tough. Um, people, a lot of people like to say judge just cause you know, yeah. it's New York. It's he's the kind of fizzled out though a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Right? He's, he's, he's really struggling right now. Um, Trout's just, so Trout to me is, I compare him to Jordan Spieth, like okay. in golf, 
they're probably the best at what they do, but they're just so dry. Yeah. Like they okay. don't like Tiger to golf is to like Bryce Hart. Like okay. you know they have that swag. Sure, you sure. love them, you hate them. No one cares about speed. No one mm-hmm. cares like has or they're indifferent about Trout. Trout's probably the best player in baseball. Um, but yeah, I, I get it. I, I bet you if you walk down the street, ninety percent of the people couldn't tell you. Or if you heard his voice, I don't even know his voice. Yeah, I don't like. really I mean, know like, what his voice sounds like. And also, like. it's just it, it's hard to say he's the face of baseball when he's just sure. not polarizing enough. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, so right now, MLB wise, the Dodgers are on Killing pace. It. They're the Cubs, of but this better. Year, right? Yeah, they're on pace to actually have the best win loss record in MLB history. Wow. Um, so they've won like thirty one of their last like thirty six games. Jesus, like I mean, they're just. On, on yeah, out of this planet right insane. now. And Kershaw is not even pitching. He's on the DL, so it's even scarier. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but you know, you never know with the Dodgers. They're one of those teams that makes an LCS and then loses every mm-hmm. time. So, we'll see about that. Um, I think we're three weeks away from college football and Hell the yes. NFL kicking off. Can't which wait. thank God, let's go! Yes. Football season is here. I'm ready for football. Let me ask you: Are you a preseason fan? NFL, no, yeah. I could really see me neither. Like, everybody's always like, "Dude, you're a huge football fan. How do you not like preseason?" It's just not. It's, I mean, no. It's just not. The Stars like, play for a series, like if they even cool. play anymore. exactly. Like, it's just boring. Yeah. Like Fournette the other day, I said, "Oh, the NFL is not that fast." You know, this was similar to the SEC, and it's like, yeah, well, wait till you yeah, play you're the playing first string, third strings. Yeah. Like, yeah. You played the Patriots. Belichick ain't going to play anybody <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. worth the shit out there. Exactly. Like, uh, I, I'm pumped for football. Dude. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be, be awesome. an unreal we should do. Season. We should uh, brainstorm ideas. Like, people should tweet at us or we should talk behind uh, after the podcast. But we, I, I'd love to do something special for the brand for yeah. college football. We need I don't to, know. I don't know we need what. To, we need to we do a, like, pick competition where, like, loser has to do some some bad that'd shit. That'd be funny. That'd yeah. be all right. I'll do that. That'd be, that'd be fun. Eat, eat, eat some weird things. Or <laughs> eat some dog shit. Get, get, sma- <laughs> get smacked in the face or something. Yeah, that, that'd be funny. That'd be fun. I'd be down for that. Um, yeah, so the NFL is getting ready to kick off. Thank God. Um, Are you more excited for NFL or college or both? I mean, Uh, I I used to be a much bigger college football fan, but recently I've become a bigger NFL fan. Okay. Um, Obviously, I love college. Yeah, obviously, I love college football, and I'm going to watch a ton of it. Football's football to me. Yeah. Minus like Arena League. That's crap. (laughs) But so so I'm really excited for both. Um, I will say college football week one this year is going to be. It's stacked, isn't it? It's going to be nuts. Florida, Michigan. Is week is it one. Ohio State, Oklahoma? Oh, yeah. Um, Alabama, Florida State. Ooh. Those are probably your two top two teams yeah. in the country right now. Although Florida, Michigan will be is going to be a good game, but yeah. they just got seven players yep. suspended, and one of them's their best wide receiver, so that's tough for them. Um, but yeah, college football. I mean, it'll be interesting. Alabama is obviously the the favorite. They, they always will reload. be. Yeah, they're the dynasty right now. Um, probably the greatest college football coach of all time. Probably. Um, you know, Ohio State, Michigan will be able to contend. Oklahoma's, you know, they have a new Bob coach. Stoops is no longer there. But, new coach, but yeah, but they they have some talent. Yeah, they got Baker Mayfield back, so they're they're going to be right up there. It'll be an interesting year. Um, and then I, I'm curious to see because I think there's five, six, seven really really good teams that could compete for the championship. I think this is going to be the year where you start to hear we need to expand the playoffs more. Yes. So give me eight teams. Give me eight. Give me eight. Is that the number you want to see? Eight or give me six and give the top two buys. Okay. 
I, I like eight. I mean, it makes no, it eight, a little eight's, more fun. Yeah, no, eight's perfect, and then you can throw a mid-major in. It makes a little more March Madness-y. Yeah. No, I, I think that'd be all right. That'd I agree. Cool. I'm with you on that one. Let's talk about Ezekiel Elliott's yeah. suspension. Um, obviously, I'm as, as a Cowboys fan, I am clearly biased on this. Yeah. So there's your spoiler alert. I am biased <laughs> on this, but hear me out because okay. I think I make some good points, and I have a prediction at the end. Okay. So Ezekiel Elliott was suspended six games for basically being, like, an idiot. Is that a good way to explain it? He was never indicted. Like, he's never – he was never – the charges were dropped on him for beating his ex-girlfriend. He had video proof that on the night she claimed he, like, beat her, mm-hmm. that she didn't. She even said, like, I'm just going to do this to ruin your career. Yes, he got a 110-mile-per-hour speeding ticket recently. There was also an interaction at the bar where mm-hmm. he may or may not have punched the DJ. No one really knows. But, again, no charges were pressed. So, basically, the NFL was saying, okay, you're doing all this shit. We're basically going to suspend you for all of it. Even though you're technically not guilty of yeah. all of it, we're going to suspend you for it. Okay, he gets six games. Six I think his name's Josh Brown, the kicker for the Giants. Literally, like, got charged of, like, beating his wife and convicted, I think. And he got suspended for one. How do you get six for not being convicted? For never going to even court? Yeah. I mean, how... The, the NFL has a lot of, hip, hip, like, hypocrisy yes. with this. What did Ray Rice stuff? get? Four? Exactly. Did Ray Rice get four? That shit was Honestly, on... Honestly, I, I, I may be wrong here, first, but it might have been two. Right, I think he maybe got reduced to two. Okay, but I think he originally he got four, yeah. and that's on video of him knocking his girlfriend the fuck out. Yeah, like how does Ezekiel Elliott get six? Yeah, that makes no fucking sense. Two things: one, Jerry Jones is basically the commissioner of the NFL. Goodell does whatever Jerry tells him to. Jerry said, "Get the team to L.A. Here's how you do it." Boom, team mm-hmm. in L.A. So Jerry Jones is pissed. Jerry's gonna go up to Roger and be like, "No." You're not suspending him for six <laughs> games. Okay. Step number one. Step number two, week five, the Cowboys play the Green Bay Packers. Roger Goodell is not going to let Ezekiel Elliott sit on the sideline for probably the most watched game of the year. Week what? Five. Five, okay. So I think they will reduce his suspension to minimum four games. I think you okay. will sit out the first four weeks and then week five against the Packers. They'll play it up. Zeke Elliott's back against the Green Bay Packers rematch of the playoffs, mm-hmm. and it's going to be the number one watch game. You, you make a lot of good points. I'll, I'll give you that. Um, like yeah. I don't know. I, the, I, the thing is, I, he I, never I, got convicted or anything, right? So. And I 100 percent admit, Zeke Elliott's a fucking moron. Sometimes yeah. he makes yeah. terrible life decisions. Sometimes. I didn't know about the whole thing where his girlfriend came out and said, "I'm doing this to ruin your career." That yeah. basically yeah. rebuts the whole thing, right? Yeah. And like they released pictures, and like her body was bruised in a lot of places. But like apparently he has evidence that that wasn't him and stuff. I don't know. I I again Let's I'm not say this, into though, every. We're not condoning. Right. No. 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 Women no. Ever. There's not, never a spot yeah. to touch a woman in any instance, especially yeah. when you are a NFL football player exactly. and you are that much bigger and stronger, where you could do serious physical harm. Exactly. And the NFL has a serious problem with that. Oh yeah. Because they have butchered it time and time again on how many games to get. That that's where Tom Brady the should not. Is. Yes, Tom Brady should not receive more games suspended for deflating footballs yeah. than a guy who punches his fucking wife or any other girl. 100%. There needs they, to be a much harsher penalty on 
domestic violence, well, even especially that, it to needs women. To be structured like yes. you do this, if you do you this, get this, you get this many games. It's not up to or, Roger Goodell to just or pay. even be like, you know what? And if it's even more malicious, like then like, like the Ray Rice thing, I would yeah. say it's one thing to hit a girl completely wrong, uh-huh. but there's another thing to completely knock her the fuck out. And so be that should be more. Tape. Yes, that should be more suspended suspension than. Oh yeah, a, a slap to the face or something. You know totally what I agreed. mean? Yeah. There needs to be a malicious intent too, mm-hmm. where you get more. So this is the NFL's problem, and now they're trying to self-correct. Yeah. But they're doing it in the wrong case. Yeah. This it's, is the wrong case. It's very if you're going to set the precedent, you got to do it at the beginning, because now you just look like idiots. Oh yeah, and they do. But the the thing is, they'll never like. I don't want to say they'll never change, but they're the most watched. Yeah, they have no reason to. They're the most watched league they on have, TV. Yeah, I would they assume. have all the power. Exactly. They yeah. own they own a day of the week and multiple other days. Yeah. Monday night, Thursday night, like it's just it's it's going to be hard to change. And it's right. Stupid. No. Yeah. They they should. And they never learned the their lesson. Yeah. This exactly. is all because they mishandled the Ray Rice situation. Yeah, it is. They never properly. You know, brought to light what was happening. Mm-hmm. Then they had the whole fiasco with Brady. I mean, it, there's just no consistency from the NFL from the higher up level, um, and it's it's a very bad look for the NFL. Oh yeah, definitely. And they're just yeah, big like black a, eye. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Uh, right. Then you want to talk about the Ocho? Yeah, yeah. Just, just uh, briefly, moving on to a little yeah. br- like lighter topic. Uh, ESPN ate the Ocho on August eight eight eight. Uh, they made ESPN U, ESPN ate the Ocho. Remember ESPN ate the Ocho from uh, Dodgeball. Uh, and they played obscure sports on this. Uh, when I first turned it on, I saw headball ping pong, <laughs> just the dumbest shit. Um, did, I sat so and did you watch it a little watch, bit. Okay, you watched a little bit. I did not watch a single second yeah, of it. it was, I just wanted to see what it was about. I think I watched uh, that headball ping pong for a minute. And then it went to the World Juggling Federation. Pretty dumb. Uh, but it, like, it's a really good concept. Yeah. Switch things up. Get some like recognition for some of these like little known sports. Yeah. I think know. at one point they had bags. Yeah, yeah, they did. whatever you want to call it. So uh, it, it was a really cool idea. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure a ton of people were really intrigued and watched some yeah. of it. I was a problem with it was I would have. I mean. I don't know if it would have been fun for me to watch bags the whole time, yeah. but I love to play bags, so yeah, it'd be no. fun to watch for a little bit. Yeah. But the problem, Dude, I bet were, you they were fucking automatic. Oh, I bet they were. Yeah, I bet they were good. Um, but they cut away in the middle of it because they wanted to get all these sports in. Right. So, and I understand it's just for one day they want to get everything in, but it, I think if you're gonna try to make it a more normal thing, which I don't even think is in talks, but I think you gotta. You gotta let the game play out. That's my suggestion yeah. for him. But fun concept. I thought it was fun to watch for a minute. Um, our last sports topic. Um, I read somewhere that Tom Brady is coming out with a book and a. I don't have the production company that bought the rights, but a production company already brought the bought the rights and a movie maybe in the works. This this kind of goes along the lines of like the David Ross movie. Remember when we talked about yeah, that? Yeah. But Tom Brady is a little, a little bit higher, little bit higher level than David Ross. Um, would do you think it'd be a something you'd go see? Can I just throw this out? How boring would a Tom Brady autobiography? Yeah, like what would the movie? conflict be? <laughs> God. Oh, do I wear these Uggs or <laughs> or do I wear my my, my cleats? Like, oh, that's funny. God, that would be so boring. Yeah, yeah, it would definitely be boring. But. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I'm always a fan of sports movies, but 
that yeah. would be kind of bland. They'll just have like, to. Like, what would be the conflict? What would, do you think? It would, it would the just, deflated balls. No, the handled? conflict would just be him coming out as like a six-round draft pick, yeah. not starting. Oh, now he's thrown Disney into movie. a playoff game. Yeah, quintessential. Disney That's movie okay. Movie. I'm all right. Yeah, exactly. All right. Any uh, any final thoughts? <sighs> everybody love everybody. Everybody yeah, love everybody. This was a, a shorter one. This one shorter. was only an hour. Normally we are we pushing just, two hours. We, Nikki we, boy likes yeah. to talk. So, <laughs> um, so go ahead and vote if you like the shorter <laughs> ones and want us to kick Nick out. <laughs> no, nah, we kidding. we miss Nick. He'll be back soon. Um, we got a very we had short but deep conversations. I yeah, feel like for sure, for sure. We kept a nice pace. It was it was good. Um, yeah. So this is Are You Entertained? I'm Trey Alessio, the Dawn of Entertainment, alongside Brandon Ogden, the Consigliere. Uh, like I said, subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, I'd really like to, I'm really trying to beef up the YouTube channel. So please, please, please subscribe on YouTube. And uh, we'll be back for more. Stay safe. Oh.